This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Hedua, publishers of Family Magazine. This is Homeschooling in Real Life. To go. Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This is Fletch. And I'm Kendra. As veteran homeschooling parents, we discuss topics that tend to divide and distract Christian homeschoolers from each other and the gospel. On the Homeschooling IRL podcast, we promise to be honest, transparent, and witty as we uncover what it means to homeschool in real life. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. We want to welcome you to another edition of Homeschooling in Real Life, the podcast, episode 57. Launching your high schooler to life. Launching them into life. You know, this comes on the heels of a listener who'd written in uh, based on a prior podcast where we talked about launching your kid into college. Mm -hmm. And we had talked about giving our kids freedom that senior year. Yes, which sounds scary, I think. Um, And so she asked, what exactly does that look like? Uh, so, you know, is it just no holds barred? There are no house rules or, you know, so what does it look like? Yeah. So like a lot of our listeners, we throw something out there and immediately they say, give us the practical. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that mm-hmm. look? So mm-hmm. we'll get to that. But first let's get started with, uh, you know, what's going on in the world and our community in our own house, huge historic weekend for the Supreme court, uh, changing the way we are going to, uh, license marriages mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, according to my news feed, this was uh, stick bashing time for Christians. You mm-hmm. know, pick up a stick and say what you believe, and bash then those, smack each other yeah. with it, and but, on both sides. Yeah, on both what my sides. Feed was. Yeah. yeah. So there was no, <clears throat> there was no rhyme or reason. We are the twenty third country to uh, adopt this ruling along, um, you know, over the land, and um, so there's nothing new under the sun, folks. No. no. So that was huge. We had a uh, California now. You're mandated to vaccinate your kids uh, if they're going to be in the public school system. And it said oh, the only way around this rule is to homeschool. Which, you know, if that if oh, there was a lot of people okay. on, on the fence, I have a feeling a lot of them have jumped off the fence and are going to mm-hmm. start homeschooling. So start sharing this podcast because mm-hmm. for all those new people that are doing that. But let's remind us all, you, me, listeners, that our hope is in God because um, that. What you just said reminded me, Fletch, you know, to say, okay, well, then we're going to homeschool. Folks, listen, it's coming for homeschoolers, too. All yeah, of this is right, coming sure. for us, too. So um, we were promised this uh, in Scripture. <laughs> there will be persecution. Um, it's coming. So this is an amazing time in our own lives to say, uh, do I love Do I love God? Do I trust Him? Yeah, and you know what, Ken, this just reminds me, you're, even the way you're saying it, um, it's this idea that that Christians look at this as persecution. You know, they're like liberal hippie homeschoolers that equally don't want this, you know, right. state mandated thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm sure they're not and not for the gospel. Yeah, they're yeah. not quickly pointing and saying, "Oh, look at just like Paul promised, we're going to be persecuted." <laughs> I, you know, it's just it's just a fact of life of government wants more and more control. That's mm-hmm. that's a fact mm-hmm. and you know, we're quick to point that to uh, the coming of Christ or Know, whatever other mm. thing from scripture we want to pull out. But I can remember back in the eighties, do you remember, you know, people would interpret Revelation as, 
you know, yeah. the evil empire of Russia. Mm-hmm. Then that disintegrated, so then it became, I think ISIS is the new evil empire. I'm pretty sure Barack Obama is. Yeah, and then, you know, <laughs> however long ago, yeah. the Romans were the evil empire. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's all, there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. So what's... Uh, the, the best thing we know is that Jesus wins, so... Yeah, that's it. I I did, you know. I, boy, that was such a bumper sticker statement. I'm sorry. <laughs> I read the end but, of the story. Yeah, I read Jesus the end wins. of the story. Jesus wins, but that's truth. That's truth. And that's cling let's to cling to the truth. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what else? Our homeschool is uh, on hiatus. Maybe a lot of yours are as well. I know, but you know, I went up to the schoolroom today and I pulled out a geography book that we're going to be using from Bright Ideas Press called North Star Geography. And I'm putting that out there because I'm going to be blogging about our journey through this. And uh, if any of our listeners want to use North Star Geography this year with us, um, you know, join us along in some of the things we're going to be doing. It's going to be really great. I'm telling you this though, also because I pulled out a homeschooling book. It's the end of June, so that I can plan. That's crazy. Yeah, summer's over. We're uh, no, we're not. (laughs) We're fully into summer. Actually, I think I really feel like our summer is just starting this week because uh, our daughter Abby is coming back from France, and she's bringing her exchange sister. I don't know what we call your exchange student with her. Yep. So we'll have uh, Camille living mm-hmm. with us, and we're also going to have a French boy named Antoine, both 16-year-old, 15, 16-year-old kids. Yeah. We talked, you know, way back in the beginning of this podcast about why we host exchange students. So if you're interested at all in hosting exchange students or why why we've chosen to do that, that's episode eight, homeschooling with exchange students. And essentially for us, it was, we, we knew we couldn't take all these kids out, you know, across the globe, but we could sure bring kids across the globe to us. Yeah, and it's great. That that episode you have to listen to because we're live on a street in Paris interviewing our first exchange uh, daughter, mm-hmm. uh, which we call her that because uh, she just kind of worked herself into our family. <laughs> so uh, I'm sitting here tonight enjoying a nice hot cup of Caroline's coffee. Ah. You know, they're our coffee sponsor. Kendra's like, it's 100 degrees, yeah, bud. It's it was 108 yesterday here. You know what? Hot coffee is good any day of the year, and I think we heard that from our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, but Caroline's coffee is our coffee sponsor, and you know what? You have to go check them out. Uh, carolinescoffee.com. Use the code HIRL. You know, they're our sponsor because we're sending people their way. They'd like to know that our listeners like them. So if you don't go and don't sponsor them... They won't know. They won't know, and then they'll pull the plug on us. So, you know, we like to offer deals. This is one. They'll, they also offer free comp- coffee at all of our contests. So just go and show them some love. Let them know that you're a listener of ours, and um, they'll continue to sponsor the show. That's, that's what we need. Speaking of sponsors, uh, we have a new sponsor on the homeschooling real life podcast that's hedua the home educating family association and we are really enjoying this partnership with them so let's hear a word from them as we get ready to go into tonight's show When it comes to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast, I think one of the things that our listeners love is that we're real and that we are willing to dive into any issue or topic. You know, being real, that extends even into our advertising. So anytime a company or organization wants to sponsor this podcast, we're going to get to know them. So when we were approached by Hedgewa, the Home Educating Family Association, and the publishers of Family Magazine, we spent some time getting to know them and their products, and even the people that are behind the products. I spent time on the phone with Rebecca Kelleher, the publisher of Family Magazine, and I was asking her a lot of questions about why the homeschooling world really even needs another magazine, 
And she explained that this is a homeschooling magazine put together by homeschooling moms that are right where you are. So, Rebecca, can you tell me a little bit about the creative process? I mean, how is this magazine put together? We have a team of uh, homeschool moms. There's about mm, between five and ten of us that have regular brainstorming sessions um, because we're each located in a different region of the country. We try to stay up with, okay, what is affecting homeschooling on a national level, on a state level, on a local level? What are homeschooling moms um, going through? What does the average day look like and what, what helps do they need? Now, I know you've been homeschooling all your life, first as a student and now as a homeschool mom and now as a publisher of a homeschool magazine. Have you noticed that the landscape has changed at all? It has changed so drastically in the last 10 years. Uh, it, It used to be to where it was more philosophical, you know, that we were printing way more articles that were philosophical. And now it's more, there's a generation of homeschooling moms coming up that their number one question is just, how do I stay at home, be a mama, love my children and homeschool them? And what does that look like practically? And so we're, we see Family Magazine even morphing into more of a how-to. Um, here are examples of how we run our day. Uh, and here are examples of how to do homeschooling on a budget versus here's how to, you know, do those experiments if you're not a crafty person. And so I don't think there's at the need. The need is not as great to try to adjust the philosophical thinking of a homeschool mom, the need is more Titus too. How can I help her help her children? All right, Hurlers, if you're looking for a homeschool magazine that's written by homeschool moms that know exactly where you are and that understand the homeschool landscape, click through the graphic in this episode or go directly to Hedgewood.com. Check out Family Magazine. We promise you're going to love it. Alright, so Kendra, you know I've wanted to learn a musical instrument for a long time. Yes. And for the last year, what have I been learning? Drums. The drums. This was the first song I learned, Tom Petty's Free Falling. (laughs) So uh, I told my drum teacher the goal was uh, Free Bird and Stairway to Heaven, and we're getting there by way of... uh, Two songs I can't stand. Yes. So glad. (laughs) I love playing them. So uh, we're getting there by way of songs like that. So I chose this because it's talking about uh, free falling, and we don't just kick our kids out at 18. Mm Mm-mm and say, start flying, little bird. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it that we do? Well, and look, at this is what's worked really well in our home. And, you know, we always want to say this caveat that this is what's worked here, and we're not saying do it like us, um, but we're just going to put this out here because maybe this is a great direction for you or maybe a light bulb where you think, oh, yes, that's kind of what we've been looking for. So we talked about this in our launching a kid to college, mm-hmm. and one of our listeners wrote in and asked us, what does it look like when we launch our high school seniors? So maybe what isn't this? 
<laughs> this isn't like, um, hey, just do whatever you want now. Here's the keys. Here's yeah. some cash. Yeah, you know, and just you know, don't live check in. Don't, yeah, right. And it's not like we're just giving them an apartment in our house, <laughs> yeah, no. and they have no responsibilities to brothers or sisters or anyone else. No. So it's not that kind of freedom. Mm-mm. But really, it's what is it then? I'm going to let you talk about this one because I think you articulate this well. Yeah. Well, um, initially we had this oldest child who was approaching this year, this senior year, you know, set, uh, five years ago. And it's really hard when you have a wide range of ages. It feels like whiplash sometimes, you know, <laughs> you're like, okay, you have too much freedom down here on the bottom end and you have not enough freedom on the top end switch, you know, and then like, so you just feel like you're going back and forth like, oh, there's this toddler that needs a firm, you know, boundary in hand and then there's this teenager that needs me to let, and it, it's really hard to get your bearings. So any of you who have an age range or a lot of kids, you know what I mean. It's, you know, sometimes you just feel like, okay, wait a minute, am I dealing with the five-year-old or the 15-year-old? Or, you know, And so this is where this came into play for us. We had to look at this 17-year-old who was going into his senior year and say, all right, what does it look like to help you learn to make some choices? Now, we'd been doing this all along, but we knew we were on short time. So yeah. now we've got a year left, you and know, let essentially. Me butt in for just a second. We saw a lot of kids choking yeah. in their freshman year. Yeah. Even when we were back in college, oh, yeah. you know, suddenly you get this freedom and it's, I'm away mm-hmm. and mom and dad aren't here and I just don't know how to handle it. Yeah. So that's everything. That's from, you know, love, sex and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know, suddenly you have the freedom to stay up as late as you want Yeah. or to blow off classes. And eat sugar all day long. Yeah. And- you can, there's just so much <laughs> right. freedom. And we thought... Uh, and I and I don't think we came up with this on our own. We did not. This actually comes from John Roseman's book called Teen Proofing. Teen Proofing. Mm-hmm. And and we were thinking, hey, let's train them in that last year to know how to well how to handle the consequences. Yeah. With mom and dad right there, not mm-hmm. as a safety net, but and not as an I told you so. Right. Right. But as a. Well, these are the logical consequences of, mm-hmm. say, for example, the sugar one. You, if you're going to eat sugar all day, you are going you're to gonna be wired like and, and feel horrible. <laughs> yeah. So go on with this. I mean, that's kind of where this came from. Yes. Um, but this also applied to us with a teenager or a senior that we knew wasn't going to leave home. He was. He had desires and designed at that point to be working locally and to do his a lot of his college credits from home. So he was with us even in our home for that next year and a half or two years even. Um, and so it wasn't like even that. It wasn't that we, we thought, oh, he'll go away and you know he'll just blow it. We, he was still going to be living with us. Um, but we needed to give him the ability to make his own choices about the things that were that really ultimately weren't going to matter to us or lean on us. You know what I'm saying? So food choices is a big one that we talked about. You know, um, If you're not already giving that senior the ability to make their own choices in regards to what food they're going to eat, if, if they're going to pay for it, like, you know, yeah. physically pay for it. Yeah. Like and at the time rate, it was, then, it was rock stars and Red Bulls. You remember how oh much our kids love those energy drinks? Yeah. And we told the senior, like, Hey, if you want to do this, go ahead. And he had a buddy, you know, he had a couple oh, of buddies. Oh, they were all and, into man, the rock stars. They were all into rock and stars the... and monsters. And, you know, we Yuck. just saw them gain weight yeah. and look like junk. <laughs> They'd gone from these, you know, tough kids down to these kind of oh, yeah. lumpy sit around, want to play video games. That's the second one. Yeah. If you want to play video games. Yeah. Well, to some extent. Now, let me say, like a lot of things in our family, 
the first child was an experiment <laughs> and we've refined ourselves because mm-hmm. there is, there even are certain things that we're just not going to allow. Well, absolutely. I mean, anything immoral, of course, you're not going to allow that in your home, but that wasn't ever an issue. That's not been an issue in our, our high schoolers no. choosing to do, bring stuff into our home or anything like that. So but, let's talk about the big one, the practical ones. But there are some asked. practical things like if the television is on until two o'clock in the morning, you know, there are other Children sleeping in yeah, the home. Yeah, that's disrupting us. disrupting us. Because if we yes. haven't heard the story before, the headboard of our bed butts up against our teenage boy's room. Uh, bad choice. Real bad choice. We didn't design this We house. didn't design it. And I don't even know. We've been here 12 years. We should have figured this one out by now. Yeah. So that's bad choice on our part. But the noise in that room has to be maintained. Because just like you're going to be in an apartment or in a dorm someday, you need to know there are quiet hours. Yeah. And there are real restrictions. That's right. not total freedom in the in the world. Never. Um, some other ones were... Uh, well, and we say to them, you're always going to have a roommate, likely. You're either going to have a roommate um, in college or somebody you're sharing rent with or a, a spouse. Yeah. So you, you're always going to have to learn to defer to the other to other people it's all about loving others well always yeah now a couple of the other bigger ones that i i think came up were one was a curfew yes you, yeah. there was no curfew we decided in january of his senior year that he was curfew less now the law <laughs> has something to say about that in the state of california yeah and so that was it we'd say you don't have a curfew for us um we would like a courtesy call by 11 p.m just so we know you know, just it's just a courtesy thing. You're gonna again. You're gonna have to do that with a spouse or someone yeah. else who was worrying about you. So we wanted to know what you were up to at 11 p.m. Or this, where are you gonna be? Where are you gonna and be? And who are you with? Yep, exactly. And, and we encourage people to spend the nights. Oh yeah. If you're gonna be at a buddy's house or, yeah. or you know some other family's house, most of our friends were cool with it. You know, yes. keep a sleeping bag in your trunk. Yeah. And you can spend the night at their house. And the same went from their for their kids. Right. Because the curfew um, on I don't even know what it is anymore on the weekends no, for um, for under eighteen. But I remember it when I was in high school, I had a job that um, would end at eleven, eleven thirty PM. I worked in a professional theater. And um, I would come home from that live theater setting late because shows ended late and, and I lived across town. Um, and so if we decided to go to Denny's afterward, you know, the cast wanted to go to, the Den- to Denny's or whatever that was. Um, then my dad would just say, I want you home by 3 AM because that's when the bars closed. And he wanted me off the road when there yeah. were, you know, idiot drunks out there. And that's what we were saying to our kids too. We don't think you are drinking. That's not been a problem, but we don't want you on the road when others have been. So let's go down the idea, not only of curfew, but what about meals? Yeah. So meals again in our home is a courtesy thing. Um, now this summer we've got our senior who just graduated and then a college son who's home for the summer. And I, at the beginning of the week have had to text them and say, Hey guys, are you home tonight for, are you going to be home this week? I need to know because I'm planning numbers of meals and right. who all is going to, who and I need to cook. shopping and getting right. food. And then also right. are your girlfriends going to be joining you yeah. or your friends? The one one who has a girlfriend. The, and yeah. The perfect storm is when, you know, all the girlfriends show up and all the friends show up. Yes. And we're always super obliging. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're we already planning that. a meal yeah. for 10 mm-hmm. and suddenly you have to plan a meal for 15, that's a huge yeah. meal switch. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so we have meals. We had uh, that. What about church? Um, again, church is on your terms. If you decide to sleep in late and you are there late and you miss it, 
you're going to, you know, you need to take responsibility for that. Um, now, most of our kids were involved in ministry, either music ministry or children's ministry. Mm-hmm. So they are personally responsible for that own schedule. Up. I don't set an alarm. I don't go in and wake them up. Um, I think that's another thing is the waking up for anything they need to do. If they need to be at work on time, if they promised somebody they would mow their lawn at eight in the morning, you know, whatever those things are, I'm not setting the alarm. I am not reminding them. Yeah. So now do they have chores? Yes, they do. They're They're part of the community of this family. Sure. So so it's not a freedom from, hey, you don't do anything anymore. Right. And again, if you're going to graduate high school and go on to college, or you're going to go on to live with, you know, a roommate or you know, whatever that is in life, you're still going to have obligations to that sure. person. And our son learned with. that in yeah. college this year. Right. He when, learned that his job, yeah. well, the one, the one roommate was horrible at trash. That was his job. Yeah. And he got amped about it. Yeah. He's like, man, this place stinks. And I go, well, welcome to my life. <laughs> I mean, how many times have I been forced to take trash out right. at like, five in the morning so I don't miss the truck because these yahoos missed it in high school. He right. he learned that lesson right. firsthand. So there are still chores. You you are still on the laundry rotation. You're mm-hmm. still going to be responsible for kitchen cleanup. Yeah, we sent uh, we sent Jack, our newly graduated one, um, to the dairy today to go fill up <laughs> jugs, milk jugs of milk yeah. because we were out of milk. So yes, so, that's part of the community yeah, of living here. So we, we've talked about that. Now what about, um, you know, this also doesn't mean freedom from the family. Now mm-hmm. in our family... A couple years ago, we talked about this, and I was really pleased this week when a kid told me they noticed it. But it's the idea that we're on a team together, and mm-hmm. we're each other's cheerleaders. Yeah. So I think it was our daughter had her final performance this summer in a little summer theater program she mm-hmm. was in. Mm-hmm. And her 22-year-old brother, who lives outside of the house now, yeah. he made it his point to go to the show because yeah. he wanted to support her. I mean, we, and we're not doing this perfectly, people. So I'm not bragging. I'm just yeah. saying I'm glad that two brothers didn't make it. <laughs> this this was one thing we really tried to do well. <laughs> so far, it's working out right. But this idea that we'll show up for your shows, we'll show up for your sports events. Mm-hmm. You know, we were there for Jack and Abby's basketball and baseball games mm-hmm. as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, you're there for dad's things. You're mm-hmm. there for mom's things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but that's another requirement in a sense. Like, hey, you're you are on your own. But we have a family culture that we're trying to accomplish here. And we hope that extends way out into life mm-hmm. so that when you have your own families and someone graduates from college, if you can make it yeah. and you can afford it, you'd go to that graduation to support them mm-hmm. or you know, whatever it's going to be then. Maybe it's going to be virtual. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what about this last idea? Uh, just to get, And we're just giving you kind of nuggets of practicality. Um, what about the idea of taking on responsibility? Do we butt in when we looks like they're getting overwhelmed? No. Yeah. <laughs> well, not in that senior year because um, there are a lot of shiny things that last year of high school. You know, there's um, a, a relationship maybe, you know, yeah. maybe a boy-girl relationship or there's like proms. The, proms or, you know, if you're in a homeschool group or, a, you know, whatever kind of cover school or whatever that does those kind of things, sports, uh, maybe a job. A lot of seniors take on a job. Yeah. Now, let me st- stop you there because it made you sound like I said proms and you thought that doesn't relate to homeschoolers. You know, yeah. our first son yeah. was homeschooled all the way through high school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he went to proms his senior year yeah, because whether you realize it or not, your homeschool boys or girls <laughs> might be hot commodities out there for, for kids At wanting church, to go to prom. Yeah, they're right. like, hey, yeah. I want to take this kid to prom. Yeah, both of our older boys. Yeah. Well, actually, all three of our boys now have yeah, gone to they've proms, all gone to proms. that they've been invited to. Um, so. so that happens. So don't think that that's not a homeschool yeah, thing. You're but right. that's I'm a sorry, question your senior year. Right. 
Or same with sports. I mm-hmm. mean, um, we have kids that not only participate but love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they love it virtually through mm-hmm. video games. They love it in real life going to actual games, mm-hmm. which involves money. It involves time. Mm-hmm. And we just let them go. Yeah. And we have seen each of our top three sons crash and burn financially. Yeah. You know, that senior <laughs> year where they're just like, do you have any jobs for me? Yeah. I have this thing coming up this weekend. Do you have anything I can do? Like, I had to laugh when um, yesterday one of our sons said that one of our nephews is going to be coming and visiting in a couple of weeks. And he asked, do you think your parents would have any jobs for me? Yeah, so, <laughs> like it's a universal yeah, high school, college yes. age guy thing, I think. So um, have we really hit this now? Have we given enough practicality? Yeah, I was thinking of one more thing, Fletch, and um, on this. Oh, so we didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't kind of sum that up. The reason we brought up all those things is that you know oftentimes all these things look so great, and the kids like, yeah, I can, I can maintain my school, and I can, you know, help serve in the children's ministry. I'm taking this straight from our seniors' life. You know, school, see, uh, ministry. He was Work. on the baseball team. He was on the basketball team. He worked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he. Uh, had friendships, you know, yeah. he was in the youth group, all of these things. Um, and, and I could look at all of that and think, yeah, you know, like, are you maintaining your grades? Are you, you know, what are all these things? Um, and, but we don't just kind of close yeah. the mouth and let them learn those things. And there's things. a lot of times he's tired. Yeah. <laughs> I, matter of tired. fact, this morning we got ready for church and he was just wiped out. Yeah, he had to be there early too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, to- but he had a buddy, you know, and they had some friends over last night and they decided to swim late. And yeah. Hey, those are your choices, Well, pal. And then he went to work at 4.30 this afternoon, so that... That guy yeah. is going to be tired, but those are those are the ways you learn things. Um, better that they are learned here with mom and dad, where they yes. can sit down and say, "Dad, I don't know how you work every day," and then come home and you can say, "Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't stay up too late. I don't, you know, don't I've learned, dude, I can't do that." Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. yeah, and that's just to wrap that up. You know, those were the practical examples. We hope they helped. But the idea, the principle that we're trying to accomplish is, you're not having to do this on your own your freshman year away at school mm-hmm. and you're not coming home at Christmas with a series of D's and F's right. because you didn't manage life well right. because everything was shiny. Yeah. And even if your kids are not college bound, there is some launching they're going to have to do. And um, I know the government says our kids are adults at 18 and we would think otherwise with some of them, but it is a really good, it is a good marker it's a good launching time to say, all right, let's start making some adult decisions because the courts see you as an adult. And if you pull a, you know, a wrong move, dude, they will prosecute you as an adult. So let's, you know, let's start thinking in terms of what adults live like and the choices we have to make. All right. Does that wrap that up? Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks for that question. And uh, we would have read it if we could have found it. We just, our email's out of whack tonight. I could not find that email. Um, But that should not stop you if you have a question or something you want us to talk about. Remember, we're willing to have the hard conversation out loud that you want to have. And you're just afraid to bring it up. So maybe, you know, you turn on homeschooling in real life with your spouse and you say, hey, well, let's listen to what they have to say. And we talk about, you know, how to bring up tough subjects with your spouse. (laughs) Whatever it is you want us to talk about, we'll talk about it. Okay, so before we wrap up the show, Kendra, I just want to read a quick letter that someone wrote to us on iTunes. This was a review, a five-star review, and it's from APWW. How would you say that? (laughs) Apple. 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 (laughs) So uh, they gave a five-star review, and the title is, you're going to love this, it's all about... Jesus. Yeah, it's all about Jesus. And this uh, listener wrote in, Fletch and Kendra are refreshingly humble 
and unabashedly candid. Wow, humble. Mm. <laughs> mm, refreshingly humble. I'm going to pray tonight that the Lord continues to humble me because if I think too hard about that, I'll become prideful. Yeah, <laughs> and we're candid. Well, that for sure. They nailed that one on us. So um, I just wanted to remind our listeners that one of the ways, there's there's several ways that you can support this podcast. You're listening to us right now for free, except for paying for the device you use to listen to us. This is free. Kendra and I sit around. We we find topics. We come up with them. We discuss them. We get guests to come on and talk about it. We look for sponsors. We do all this so that it can pay for you to listen to a free podcast. Now, here's what you can do. And Take I'd, us to dinner. I, yeah, and I'm going to be refreshingly <laughs> candid. Take us to dinner. No. Um, homeschool... Uh, Hawaii uh, homeschooling organization, invite us. No, For the average listener who's just there listening to this for free, don't feel guilty. That's one of the beauties of doing podcasts. Is yeah. They're free. It's such like, a great resource. You know, we can just, we, we didn't have this, you know, when we were doing this, Mm-mm. we just have to pay for things in a, in a paper magazine and they um, would send us tapes. on cassette yeah. tape. They would yes. send us tapes and they were <laughs> what you would imagine, you know, legalistic, how to do it right homeschooling. Yep, this is and the only way. So the fact that we're coming on here and being, what was it, um, candid and humble, mm-hmm. you know, I'll work on the humility part myself. Mm-hmm. But candid, yeah, I'll tell you what I've seen and I'll tell you what I'm currently seeing. Um, you know, I would just say within the last hour, we have seen a homeschooler mm-hmm. act like a total buffoon. And mm-hmm. I would just say act like a total ass mm-hmm. on a public forum. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like... Come on, let's stop this. This is ridiculous. So if you want to know how you can really support this podcast, there are three ways I can think of right now for you to do that. The first, go to iTunes and leave a review. That's free. You just head on over to iTunes and you write a review. If we can increase the number of people who review and leave comments about this podcast on iTunes, our ranking will go up. It doesn't matter what you listen to. If you listen to us on Stitcher, on iTunes, However you get your uh, podcasts, um, whatever that that service is, iTunes is where they draw from. So leave a review. Our rank will go up and more people will find out about us. So if you think this is worth it, do that for us. That's a great thing. That's simple and easy. The other thing you can do is head on over to our sponsors, carolinescoffee.com with the code H-I-R-L. Check them out. Drink their coffee. Tell them we sent you. The other is hedgewa.com, which publishes some fabulous resources for homeschoolers. And I'm not kidding when I say their well-planned day planners are such a great resource if you're looking for a way to organize stuff for homeschool this year. The third thing you can do, uh, this is really a unique and special one is if you're a listener that we refer to as Lizard, we would really like it if you would just plan a nice German dinner for us. Now, we realize that third one was really sneaky, and it, <laughs> it, it relates to one listener who came up to this weekend and told us that she was a fan. Actually, Eric's Deli works. Oh, that's even better. So you, seriously, if you'd go to one of our sponsors, Hedgewa or Caroline's Coffee, if you would um, leave a re- uh, review on iTunes, we would love that. Now, that being said, what's coming up next week? Well, next week, Fletch, we have had some people ask us uh, if we could give some practical, like things they could grip 
on to some good putting teeth to something. We're giving you enough yeah, little metaphors right. um, on the topic of burnout. So yeah. we talked about this with several homeschooling moms before in a long episode, um, but but we were asked for a lot more practical. Like, how do I really take a breath? How does that look? You know. So it's again, it's the what does that look like? So we're going to really pray over this one and and think about the ways in which um, we have sort of helped ourselves bounce back from the burnout. Yeah, so that's coming up next week, and we'll encourage you to come back for that. In the meantime, uh, you can reach out to us this week by uh, getting us on email, info at homeschoolingirl.com. You can get us on Facebook at facebook.com slash homeschoolingirl. Our new greatest way is to follow us on Periscope, which is the same as our Twitter handle, at Homeschool IRL. We've done a couple of live broadcasts over there, so that's a lot of fun. We'd love to have you in on them. Yeah, and if you have something you'd like us to live broadcast, we'll do it. If, if you want to see more. Somebody told me I had a Brillo head. Is that what they said? Like a Brillo pad? <laughs> I mean, come on, people. Yeah. If you're going to follow us on Periscope, let's keep the Brillo pad here. I'll shave my hair right back off again. <laughs> that was Mickey, and he had a lot of great ideas for the yeah. show, so we appreciate that. Yeah, so we, uh, we, we've been doing those live broadcasts. And uh, in the meantime, just a... Uh, Reach out to us on any of those social medias. We'll uh, we'll talk with you there. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. And uh, from Kendra and me, I want to say au revoir as we get ready to welcome our French kids home. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs>